to Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. This is the big episode 20. Whoa. Yeah, I know. We're it's, almost legal. Well, It's almost legal. We are yeah, legal well, in one sense and not in another. Har, har, har. Um, so, uh, with me, of course, as you can tell, is, is Jonathan Metz. Hello. And oh. uh, what DS game do you have with you tonight to play while <laughs> listening to our music? It's my word, Coach, and you can only play it. I'm Actually, I'm gonna, I've got to advance the calendar because I've already played it once today and I probably won't be playing it the whole time because it's not really meant to be played for 45 minutes or however long this takes. <laughs> uh, by the uh, way, I only play during the songs because for me, game music is really background anyway, just like this podcast probably is for you guys listening. And so I like to have something to do while I'm listening. And, and TYP is managing the audio levels and starting and stopping the music and stuff like that, but I really don't have anything to do, and I can't run other programs on my computer because I'm recording and I don't want it to mess up, so <laughs> DS well, works out. And I pause it while we talk. So. Well, I mean, last time you were playing Mega Man, right, and the, you wanted the sound off anyway, so it kind of worked out. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, um, kind of sound, not that game's uh, strong point. That's a shame. Anyway, uh, if you haven't played yet, uh, this game before yet, um, I don't know how come you're listening to this now, but uh, figure out the games based on the songs, and then figure out the question. Yeah, so let's go on to game one. <laughs> oh, I just saw that my DS already says that it's 11 days ahead of when it actually is. I guess I forgot to reset it after uh, Flash Focus. Why did you change the date? So I could. I was reviewing Flash Focus, and uh-huh. you can only play it a certain amount each day, so I have to cheat a little. <laughs> So it's about to, by the time the show is over, it's going to be wishing me a Merry Christmas. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. a nice baseline. This game has a good slap base.
Good slap bass. You're right about the slap bass. Yeah. So here's a question. Which other well-known franchise is associated with this game's basic gameplay? That's it. Any ideas, Johnny? Um, <clears throat> no, the the music doesn't really help me very much, but uh, from the clue, I would guess maybe um, like Puyo Puyo or Puzzle League or something like that. You have. It doesn't really sound like puzzle game music. It, you're, but... you're very close, basically correct. It's uh, Tetris Attack. Uh, slash okay. Panel yeah, de so Pond. Panel Depon. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of the more hoard out puzzle games out there. <laughs> Uh, it's known as Tetris Attack when it was first released, even though it has nothing to do with Tetris. It also well, when it was first released in America, it was released as Panel to Pond before that. Right, Japan. and and they slapped on Yoshi uh, slash Mario, basically Yoshi's Island graphics and a little bit of its music, and called it Tetris Attack. Yoshi's not even the title. I don't know. <laughs> then later they slapped uh, Puzzle uh, Pokemon onto it, which is the answer to uh, the question. For uh, Pokemon Puzzle League, and, uh, is this the is this Pokemon Puzzle? League? No, this is Tetris Attack. Pokemon Puzzle League had like oh. different music. I think it wasn't as good. Right. Um, yeah. And then uh, obviously it came out on the Japan only uh, Puzzle Collection, and then it was just Puzzle League for uh, right. Game Boy Advance. They just took out all, all <laughs> any sort of franchise, which is a very generic puzzle game. And now yeah, now it's Planet Puzzle. Right. League. I don't know if the music's any good. I've never played that. Is this this game has gone through like eight different name changes. <laughs> it's pretty sad. Um, yeah. Although I think perhaps uh, Poyo Pop is is more tragic because um, it what had Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine and Kirby's Avalanche. Yeah, that was the first version that I played yeah. of, of Puyo. I swear, Puyo. Kirby's Avalanche is just like uh, Doctor Robotnik Mean Bean Machine. It's like the same exact graphics, even though it's a different system. It's right. like it's like <laughs> so that one's kind of another. Bastardized. By the way, I prefer Puyo over Panel to Pine slash Puzzle. Yeah, well, you and I differ on that, but I, I have a uh, genetic disability that 
makes uh, Tetris Attack a little better on my eyes than uh, um, so. That's true. Um, but I enjoy it, and the best version, in my opinion, is the is the one for GameCube because it has the better music from Tetris Attacks, and uh, but it has four-player mode, which was introduced in uh, the uh, Puzzle League games, I believe. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. Puyo Pop, I never really got into. Maybe it's I don't know. I guess I'm not a big puzzle fan in, in general. I thought it, um, I've only, the, really the only Puyo game I played was Dr. Robotnik's on Genesis a long time ago. It's on Virtual Console, by the way. Um, and, I wonder uh, if they'll, I wonder if they'll release uh, Kirby's Avalanche as well. <laughs> I don't know, but I think there's at least one other Puyo game on Virtual Console. I think there are two. Really? Yeah, I, I want to say there are. But anyway, it's, uh, it's a really yeah. good puzzle game. And the, the cool thing about it is, like, you can drop all these all these blobs and then they collect together so it's sort of like um, for the new Tetris on N64 where you had this mode where you could combine blocks into really giant blocks and then if you cleared those off you got bonus points okay. um, so it's similar to that okay anyway that's not even the game that that we were, were supposed yeah. to be talking pa- about Pond's fun um, I- yeah there's just not as much to say to, about Panelty Pond in my opinion I guess not besides the uh many changes it's had. But it's still the same game, so if you like Tetris... It was the very... Pokemon Puzzle League was the very last game that I played at my first E3. <laughs> they were like the uh, the ushers in Nintendo's booth were starting to like physically shove people out of the booth. They're like, the show's over, get out of here. And uh, P- Pokemon Puzzle League was the... Uh, the far- <laughs> it was like on the outskirts of the booth, so it was like the last geographical... Right game between me and the door. <laughs> <laughs> so I got in one last session on nice. it before they kicked was that me the same, out. Was that the same year they had uh, Mar- Mario Tennis, or was that a different year? That was the year they had Mario Tennis, and I met Ben Cosmina, and we teamed up and uh, played several rematches against this one particular booth attendant um, at Nintendo's booth. Oh, old times, old times. Yeah. I met. I think I met Miyamoto that year. It was crazy. I, like we went to the Conquer Bar, and I wasn't old enough to drink, so I didn't get a beer there. It was. A, it was a really strange E3. It really was. Like they had Majora's Mask there, which was the big deal for me. But then they also had um, Dinosaur Planets uh, yes. for N64, which became uh, Star Fox Adventures. It was a lot more interesting back on the N64. Um, and they had Eternal right. Darkness for N64, which I played quite a lot, and that's when I met Dennis Dyack and. Yeah, it's a lot of cool memories, and once again, we're off on a completely Excellent. different topic. You you really should cut me off and just move on to the next game. Okay, let's go on to the next game. I go on, man. Yeah.
All right, let's just move on. question. What is the name of your airborne vehicle in this game?
Doesn't ring a bell? It really doesn't. And I, and I feel like I probably should know this from the question, because, you know, I like games with flying things. Yeah. Henshin and Go-Go, baby. Oh, Beautiful Joe? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I wouldn't think of that as a game with a flying anything, but okay. Well, the Six Machine. Right, yeah. Yeah, the Flying Machine. Flying the Gable. Six Machine. What a strange name. I, know, I thought he was saying Six Machine, but I looked it up, and it's Six Machine. Yeah, and I, did you play the Japanese version? No. Uh, no. It's the English version. Oh, okay. Um, the the voice acting in that game is kind of weird. And the English or the Japanese version? Well, I think the Japanese version had English oh. voices, actually. But yeah. it, But they are kind of weird. They know? are weird. But, uh, I don't, you know, I, didn't, I got into the game. I was never really good at it. So I never beat it on insanely hard difficulty levels or anything, but I, you know, I enjoyed I, playing it. I, I like the idea of Beautiful Joe, and I despise the controls. That's true. The controls are a little funky. They are weird. I mean, he it's like you push the button and he jumps way too quickly and way too high, it, like regardless of how hard you push the button. And then there's something about the, 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 the visual feedback from the punching and kicking and stuff that just doesn't work for me. I don't so know. It's like delayed so, it's, or something. It's like everything's a little bit off. Yeah, you know? it's slightly delayed. Yeah, I love uh, the idea of the game. I love the, the graphics and everything, but... Um, I don't know, with the controls, I just couldn't get into it that much. I could see that. Yeah. It's like there's too much gravity. It's like he, he jumps, and then he gets pulled back down so hard that... And, and I and I realize you can, like, punch and kick to slow him down, but that's just so artificial to me. I don't I don't like that. Right. right. Without punching and kicking, it's kind of like playing, like, Smash Brothers Melee on, like, the fast mode or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it really is. It, it's exactly... It feels like uh, you ever get, like... The bunny suit, yes, and metal, yeah, and yeah, the metal yeah, hat. yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what it feels like. <laughs> it's like he jumps too high, but then he sinks too quickly. I just, I don't like that feeling. I don't know. There's something not quite right about it. But anyway, I mean, I don't want to criticize the game too much. I do like it, yeah. but uh, it's not one of my favorites. Yeah. Obi, it is. He loves that. But uh, well, he should have been on here. I, uh, He's not on the show tonight, so we can talk trash about Beautiful Joe all we want to. Actually, Carl loves it, too. You know, his forum name is <laughs> Beautiful Gamer. So. Take that, quitters. That's right. So, Game 3 was selected by a reader, so enjoy. I actually really like Oop. this selection, by the way. Okay.
Sounds familiar, but I can't identify it yet. Uh, no, 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 I like it too, but it is very repetitive. <laughs> There's no melody, really. But... Alright, well, according to the game's story, the heroes transform into what type of all-powerful creature? What? Yeah. What? <laughs> Based on the type of music that it is and the hint question, um, I'm gonna guess legendary wing wings. That's not too bad of a guess. It's not right. Um, it's dragon spirit. 
Oh, I've I've played Dragon. Is this the NES version or the Turbo Graphics? This is the NES version. Okay, I have I haven't played the NES version in a very 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 long time, like fifteen or twenty years. No, not twenty years. Fifteen years maybe. But uh, um, yeah, I, that's the one. I actually um, got that for a friend for his birthday when I was young, and we played a lot of it. Um, and then I downloaded the Turbo Graphics version for Virtual Console to, to mm-hmm. write about it, and uh, didn't like it very much. I think the NES version is a lot easier, and the, the Turbo Graphics version is brutal, and the graphics aren't that much better. Really, uh, I think that the Turbo Graphics version is probably closer to the arcade game, and the point of use course sure. of arcade games is to steal your money, right? So yeah, and it doesn't make it better that it's more more like the right. arcade. But uh, if you're not familiar with the game concept, you're basically it's it's a it's the standard vertical uh, overhead shooter, whatever like like Legendary Wings or something. Like Legendary yeah. Wings. <laughs> but uh, you're a dragon, this giant hulking sprite of a dragon, and uh, I, I don't know. Otherwise, it's pretty much a, just like any other game in that genre. Yeah, you can you you can um, you shoot fire. That's your normal. Um, I, the, the the hook of it is that it's fantasy based, whereas a lot of vertical shooters are science fiction or military yeah. based. But actually, Legendary Wings also fantasy based. But the, those are, you know, unusual. They're exceptions to the rule. But uh, you can shoot fire and drop little bombs on the background, um, sort of like Xevious, I guess. And then, um, <clears throat> well, that just made me think of a game called Zexus, But I'm not. I don't want to get into that right now. Um, <laughs> But uh, and you you can like grow extra heads for the dragon that represent your hit points, and they also shoot extra Ooh. fire. So there's some neat stuff in it, but it's not an incredibly notable game. Right. And apparently, you uh, the dragon isn't really a dragon. It's a guy who was transformed into a dragon somehow. I, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why they couldn't have just had him be a dragon as a as the character. But that's the way. Okay, the guys, goes. we've got this great arcade vertical shooter. Now you have ten minutes to write a story. <laughs> um, 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 I don't want to use military. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, no, it's a dragon. They've already made the game. That's my point. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that makes sense. If actually, that would be a lot more interesting. Is if it's hard, if they've already made the game and it's got dragons and everything in it, but they the story is like military based. <laughs> that might be a lot cooler. He's a military <laughs> dragon. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that in that game you're trying to rescue the princess. I mean, it's that cliched, you know. Okay. Well, uh, would you recommend the game if it came out on the NES? Or do you have to play it again before you... Like Virtual Console? Yeah, for Virtual Console. I would probably would recommend it more than the TurboGrafx version. But, I mean, even for the... There's so many better shooters on Virtual Console. Yeah. That's crazy how many there are compared to other genres, too. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And that's mainly because of Hudson and the TurboGrafx. Because that's pretty much all it had. (laughs) I mean, give it, you know, give Virtual Console another couple of years, and there'll be more fighting games than anything because the Neo Geo's on it now. Well, we need more memory if we're going to do that. Oh well. Yeah. So no, makes... it's like a refrigerator. You you put things in, you take things out. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs>
You know, that song almost doesn't belong in this game, but oh well. Wow, well, there's a there's a hint. Yeah, that was very familiar, and I should know that. Also, it, did it sound to you like the song doubled in speed halfway through? No. It seemed like it suddenly like, accelerated. Maybe gone into double time. I don't know. Yeah. But uh. That would be unusual for game music to go into double time. It would. Just very, very abruptly, really. Anyway. Uh, what device gave the hero in this game his speed? know this game because I know you like it. I've I mean I've definitely played this game. I've definitely recognized the music, but 
I cannot place so, it right now. So I, I think I may have actually used this on podcast edition before. I, I didn't really check closely enough because I really wanted to do this game. It's Sparkster. Sparkster? For, is this the Genesis one? No, no, this is SNES. I thought it was called Rocket Knight Adventures on Super Nintendo. Um. Oh, Sparkster I, was the sequel. Yeah. Okay, th- so there was a Rocket Knight Adventures for Genesis, and then they kind of remade it and upgraded it for Super Nintendo, and then they did a sequel called Sparkster, which I have never played, actually. Yeah, I think that's... I think that might be it. I, I'll double-check. I'm pretty sure this the Sparkster is what it was called in SNES, and, the, and it was like the same name in the Genesis for the sequel, but it was a different game. Right. It was like Sparkster, subtitle was uh, Rocket Knight Adventures. Yeah, but I think um, there were actually two of them for Super Nintendo. No, there was one for Super Nintendo and two for Genesis. Oh, two for Genesis? Oh, yeah. I had that backwards. But yeah. anyway, very cool game. Really. Yeah. It's very cool, and I would love for this to come out on Virtual Console, but I don't know who published it or who owns so, the rights. Oh, I think it's Konami, so... Well, uh, they should do it. Yeah, they really should. Um, it's good stuff. I mean, it's really good 16-bit platforming. Yeah, well, uh, the Genesis version's decent. I, I, I actually had the pleasure to play both of them on the same day. <laughs> um, at a friend's house, he had both, and uh, the first spark, first rock, uh, rocket, uh, <laughs> the first um, Rocket Knight Adventures. I'm thinking Rocket for Wild Wheels, uh, Rocket Knight Adventures, and Sparkster. And I like Sparkster more than than uh, the Genesis original, but they're both good games. Um, it's kind of a actiony. Uh, there's some side-scrolling shooters sequences too, especially in the Genesis version. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just your standard action game. That's but it's really well done. It's, it's one of the few cutesy mascot-style games that's actually worth playing. High quality. Uh, I, I, I recall that um, it's kind of fast-paced and that the character's pretty large on the screen. Yeah, it's actually a much more of a problem on the Genesis. He's, he's too big on the Genesis, I think. Oh, but, too big. Okay. Yeah, but he's a decent size on, on the SNES, too. Yeah. Um, but he has a jetpack, which, which he can use to kind of boost himself up or t- yeah. I think you can and you know I love bit. that right yeah of course <laughs> so it, it's a it's a really good game I really hope Konami uh, brings it out on the virtual console obviously the Genesis version would come out first if, well. and since you since you brought up Rocket Robot and Wheels I got a bone to pick because you and I think it was Brad played this game on a previous episode right and uh, you guys didn't seem to know anything about it whatsoever <laughs> this is true yeah Okay, well, let me fill you in on a couple details. Uh, it, was, it was made by Sucker Punch, right. which is the company that uh, did the uh, Sly Cooper yeah. games, and they're now doing a game for PS3. I think it's called Infamous, and it's apparently very, very violent. Wow. Yeah, it's like a... Yeah, I don't know a whole lot about it. I don't think anybody knows a lot about it, but it's uh, apparently pretty interesting, very different from Sly Cooper, which I didn't like very much. I, um, I purchased one of them for the PS2 when I got my PS3. I still have not played it. Um, yeah, it, you might like it. it. It's a very typical mascot platformer, but it like mixes in some stealth elements that yeah. I don't really feel like are. They don't think they work very well. well it has nice graphics for sure, but uh, I thought it was kind of bland. Um, but uh, Rocket Robot on Wheels was actually originally called Sprocket for N64, and then there was some kind of trademark problem. <laughs> I, I don't know. But when they got a publisher for it, they uh, changed the name to Rocket Robot on Wheels. It was this little robot dude who, like, instead of legs, had a unicycle right. built onto him. And he teetered all over the place. And 
he had this crazy like beam weapon on his head that could manipulate objects and this was actually one of the first 3D games to have a physics engine and that was the uh, hallmark of the game so the idea was that it was it was like a puzzle platformer and you had to like get move around these levels and create bridges and platforms and things by picking up objects and moving them to where you wanted them to okay and uh, that's pretty heady stuff for an N64 game. Uh, I always wanted to play it, and I never have had the chance. It was published but, by Ubisoft, uh, right? I can't remember. I know that it was fairly difficult to find, and it did not make much of a splash, but it uh, seemed like a high-quality game. Yeah, I always wanted to check it out. Well, that's a Sparkster, not Rocket, which I'm sorry you weren't right. able to discuss. Yes, I know. It's one of these things, you know, I, I uh, it's very frustrating when you guys play a game and you don't seem to know anything about it, and I do, and I'm like, oh, I should have been on that episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Sparkster has got everything. Got a jetpack, uh, mascot character, good songs. With a sword. Sword, yes. So uh, check it out if you get a chance. And it's hard, I think. It is pretty hard. I, I think yeah. I think that it... It's a good combo. It, it's, it's, it's a solid game, and it's a shame they're... It kind of died out the the franchise. Um, yeah. Next game, last game actually. Also, uh, I forgot oh. to mention uh, Donald was a leader who who uh, requested Dragon Spirit. I forgot to mention that earlier. Oh. So. Sorry if I've ruined his memories of that game. <laughs> Sounded like the uh, the dungeon music from the original Legend of Zelda. Yeah, maybe slightly shorter loop, but it does. Mm-hmm.
still think it's a Zelda game? No. All right, then. <laughs> but I don't know what it is. Well, uh, which family of criminals is your nemesis in this game? <laughs> what? Okay. It makes sense when you know the answer. Yeah, I've got an idea now. played this, so I wouldn't recognize the music anyway, but based on the question, I'm going to guess Goonies or Goonies 2. It is Goonies 2! Okay. And the, was, there, was there even a game of Goonies, the original game? Uh, so I was going to discuss this. Um, oh. Only Goonies 2 came out in the U.S. The original Goonies was Japan only. Um, oh, I didn't know Goonies was a big deal in Japan. Apparently it was, if there was a yeah. Japan-only release. Um, and uh, so Goonies 2 came out in the U.S. People all sort of assumed, oh, well, Goonies 1 was the movie, Goonies 2 is the video game. But that's not <laughs> quite the case. Uh, they didn't really do that back in the 80s. Yeah. But, they um, didn't really do game-only sequels. <laughs> Ghostbusters! <laughs> but, um, well, this, this game is, I don't know if I'd recommend it nowadays, maybe to fans. Um, I'd have to go replay it. Um, it was kind of a Metroid-style game, kind of almost a precursor to... Uh, the Castlevania Symphony of the Night formula. Um, the controls are a little... Something tells me you're giving this way too much credit. Uh, it's not as good as Symphony of the Night, but, it, you know, it has the standard crawling around in a large area, and... Uh, you could say the same for A Boy in His Blob. This game's better than A Boy in His Blob. Okay, um, that's good, because A Boy in His Blob is crap. Yeah, I couldn't get past, like, the first stage. I, I never beat Goonies 2. At least I don't think I did. But I never owned the game myself. I just played it at a friend's house. And um, you go around rescuing the Goonies, and, and there's interesting segments where you're kind of an adventure mode where you're in, like, rooms that... Like, the thir- first song I played was kind of, like, Zelda-ish. It's, cause mm-hmm. it's kind of like you're, like, in a dungeon, and it's, uh, like, almost a, a point-and-click or a text adventure game where you have to, like, tap on the wall or use a hammer on the wall or use your glasses to see invisible chests, that kind of stuff. You can go forward, right, left. Um, if there's a door. Um, so there's some interesting concepts there. The, the level design was kind of lackluster. It was kind of a confusing map. But um, there was a map. I don't think I knew that when I first played the game. Um, <laughs> I think I had to push select or something to bring up the map. And uh, I did not know about the map, so I was very much lost as a kid in that game. Well, this sounds a lot more interesting than I would have expected, actually. Yeah, there warp- there's like two sides to the world, so you do a warp zone, you're on like the back side of the world in, the- in different areas. So it, the backside. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's the dark world, you might kind say. Kind of. Yeah. 
I mean, it had interesting ideas. I'm not sure if it was, they were all like implemented all that well, but it's an interesting mm-hmm. game to, to check out. Um, <laughs> and so, if you're f- not familiar with the Goonies, uh, the, the criminal family is the Fratellis. Right. Uh, with Big Mama. Throw Mama from the train. <laughs> same character. <laughs> it's the same woman, same yeah. character. Pretty much the same character. <laughs> Was she was yeah. she in any other movies? She had a lot of range. Yeah. Was, she in, was she in any other movies, or is that just like her her thing? I hope not. <laughs> she scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. Oh, she she is scary. Yeah, don't she do really that. is. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I can't even like understand her. She's a really creepy woman. Oh, she's not like that in real life. <laughs> she probably is. How do you, how do you know? I don't know. Maybe she wasn't acting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Goonies 2, uh, I'll tell you whether you should check it out or not if it comes to Virtual Console. I'll, I'll download it and revisit it. Certainly not going to be for cool. everyone. Um, I kind of doubt that that will... License games, unfortunately... And I say unfortunately because back in the NES days, there were actually a lot of good license games. It wasn't like yeah. today. Um, but those just don't have much chance. So stuff like DuckTales... <sighs> It's probably not coming out, and I wish it was. It's one of my favorite games ever, but it's not well. Now, out. now that Disney is its own publisher of that kind of stuff, right? I mean, it used to be they had like exclusivity license, but now they just sort of do a game by game deal, right? Yeah, so I it's mean, possible that they could charge well, an extra buck and, and do it kind of like with Ninja Turtles. Yeah, but see, Ninja Turtles that license is still is still owned by Konami and has been this whole time. Really, I thought Ubisoft had it for a while. Mm-mm. I. They may have, but Konami has it now. Oh, okay. So that's a little different. Wait, wait, no, no, no. You're right. Ubisoft does have it now. That was a weird deal. <laughs> so anything could happen. Um, yeah, I guess so. And this is Konami game, too. So there we go. Mm. So Konami bring out Sparks during the Goonies, too, and uh, anything else. Capcom, do DuckTales and Rescue Rangers and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, Rescue Rangers, man. That's awesome. Uh, it's Rescue Rangers is really only good in two-player mode. That's true. But it's really good in so, two-player mode. <laughs> so why is it that there aren't many good licensed games? I mean, every once in a while, you get one that at least captures the spirit of the franchise. But right. usually, you don't get much better than that, which is sad, really. I mean, well, I I think it's largely because they don't put their premier development teams on licensed games like they did back in the eighties. Yeah. Like the, those games from Capcom and Konami were, um, well. Ninja Turtles notwithstanding, <laughs> but they put a lot of money into making those games, yeah. whereas nowadays um, all the development budget is spent on the license itself because licenses have gotten a lot more expensive than they used to be mm. because the, the licensees or the licensors um, have decided that they can make a lot of money on the video games by licensing this stuff. Yeah, and they, so, and they can. <laughs> so. so they shovel it off to, to the D teams instead of the good people. Sigh. That's a sh- yeah. that's a real shame. I mean, even Nintendo used to do a couple licensed games back in the eighties. That's true. We we just had that uh, shooting game. I, I can't remember the name of it right now, but it was uh, the one based on the old like Western cartoon character. Uh, are there any others they did? What, what else have they done? Well, at one point, Nintendo was going to do Jungle Emperor Leo, which I don't know much about, but it's an anime thing from Japan. Right, and they were going to do and, Popeye, um, or at least they were going to, and that turned into Donkey Kong. But I think they released a Popeye game later. They did do a Popeye game, yeah. Yeah. and uh, there were a couple others that that escaped me. But uh, Nintendo has done licensed games in the past, for sure. They used to, you know, they used to do, have like Ken Griffey Baseball and 
Kobe Bryant's <laughs> NBA courtside. Did I, wait? Did uh, Ken Griffey baseball come out? There were several of them. There were there were one or two for Super Nintendo, and then there were a couple for N sixty four. Okay, I'm thinking of the the game the GameCube baseball game that never saw the light. Oh, Pennant! That was Pennant oh, Chase. Okay. Yeah, that was unlicensed. I don't even think they had the Major League Baseball <laughs> license for Pennant Chase. Pennant Chase was really not good, and it did not shock me at all to hear that it was canceled. <laughs> and it wouldn't shock me either if they brought it back in some way for Wii. But uh, I think at this point, Nintendo has probably decided that Wii Sports is about as realistic as they want to get yeah. with sports on the Wii. Well, now that it's the popular system, everyone else is going to be making sports games for it anyway. So That's right. Yeah, well, like Take-Two is doing MLB 2K8 or whatever Wii. in the spring for Wii. Wii. And Power Pros. So. Okay, well, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, yeah. By the way, we went from Goonies 2 to Pennant Chase Baseball. Wow. This is like that game where you, you see how many jumps it takes on Wikipedia to uh, get from one thing to another. Oh, really? Yeah. This is like six degrees of separation. Yeah. Hooray! <laughs> Good night, guys. Good. Davidson is in the house! Oh, Davidson is bound to be wild! Yo, 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 man. What's up, what's up, what's up? What can I do for you, kiddo? I guess you heard I rule the roost around here. Am I right? Am I right? Tetris Attack is copyright 1995-1996 Nintendo Intelligent Systems. Beautiful Joe is copyright 2003 Capcom. Dragon Spirit The New Legend is copyright 1987-1990 Namco. Sparkster is copyright 1994 Konami. The Goonies 2 is copyright 1987 Konami.